0: Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This is your brother Osman once again and welcome to episode 41 of the Inspiration podcast show. From wherever you're listening from, may Allah bless you, protect you, keep you safe and happy. Um Really happy that you're here and listening to this episode. Thank you so much for deciding to tune in today. We are still in the middle of the COVID-19 coronavirus phase of our lives. It is still a difficult period um, but I'm praying that Allah is keeping you all safe indoors, uh, you and your family. I hope that the quarantine, the self-isolation life is not too difficult for you but you know subhanAllah this is where we display um, or we should be displaying extra um, sabr and shukr to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, patience, gratitude and really uh, taking this time out to reflect on why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even though that he might have technically taken away a lot of things from us that in reality Allah is actually granting us a lot more if only we had the ability to look within and reflect on that situation and really what Allah is teaching us through this test um, and in reality we see it as a test but in many ways it is a blessing So may Allah keep you protected and safe um, and alhamdulillah today's episode is a lovely one we are joined by Sheikh Ibrahim Menk we actually caught up with Sheikh Ibrahim while he was here in Scotland uh, for the Scottish annual conference called Lord of the World that happened a few weeks ago you might have actually seen our last episode with Imam Siraj Wahaj we also caught at the same time and spent some time with mashallah an epic episode at deinspiration.com forward slash episode 40 um, but yeah in this one we spoke about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in particular we covered four names and attributes of Allah namely al hafiz al hafiz Al-Qareeb and al mujib and in the podcast Sheikh Ibrahim also talks about why we should treat Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala like a very near and close friend right and that when we make du'a we should not lose hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's answer, uh, or the delay, sorry, in Allah's answer if there is one. So that's coming up today. Um, and for those of you who don't know, um, Sheikh Ibrahim Menk, you might recognize the name Menk. And that is because yes, he is related to um, someone who you might know already, uh, Mashallah, the world-renowned Mufti Menk. Mufti Ismail Menk. Um, Sheikh Ibrahim is Mufti Menk's nephew, but also studied um similarly to his uncle Mufti Menk with his grandfather, uh Sheikh Musa Menk. And just like others in his family, Masha'Allah, he is dedicated to learning and preaching about Islam. Uh, in fact, he actually studied uh, his hifth and completed his hifth of the Qur'an under his grandfather, Sheikh Musa Menk, and also other Islamic sciences and the Arabic language. And then went on to further his studies in at the Islamic University of Medina, where he graduated with a degree in Sharia. Um, And right now he resides in Zimbabwe, where he is an imam and teacher. um, And also on his YouTube, Instagram and Facebook channels, he shares regular reminders on different topics in Islam. And in particular, actually, he has a series called Lord of the Worlds as well, where he goes deeper into the names and attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that's in today's episode. And just to let you know, this is actually the audio version of what is a video podcast. Um, If you are into videos instead, then definitely check out this episode with Sheikh Ibrahim on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Deenspiration. Now, just before we get into the video today, which is in collaboration with the Scottish Annual Conference and sponsored by Dean and Dunia, Scotland's Islamic lifestyle store. I want to give a big shout out to our podcast reviewer this week, actually, who is Coach Ola from Be Fit for Akhira. And this is what Coach Ola had to say about our podcast show. Assalamu alaikum alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This is Coach Ola with BeFit for Akhira. And I would like to say thank you, JazakAllah Khairan Uthman, for this wonderful podcast that has helped me stay connected with my faith and to continue improving my relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As a fellow podcaster myself, I know how much work goes behind this, so I really, really appreciate all the work. And thank you so much for all that you do for, for the communities, for the Ummah. And I recommend this podcast for anyone who is looking for a spiritual connection and for uplifting reminders to keep us going through the, the difficulties of this life. Assalamu alaikum wa wabarakatuh. Coach Ola, my sister, JazakAllah khair so much. May Allah bless you. Thank you so much for leaving that review. It's great to hear that you're taking benefit from the podcast as well and it's great to have you as a supporter. Um, For those of you listening, if you are into health, fitness and well-being, um, especially a combination of well-being physically but also spiritually, do go and check out Coach Ola's uh, channel, Be Fit for Akhira, and that is for the number four, where she does teach a number of techniques. She sells courses, she shares lots of instructional videos, reminders, uh, Instagram stories, you name it, keeping you not only physically fit but spiritually fit as well. If you want to have your voice featured here as well, just like Coach Ola did with your podcast review, it's super easy. All you have to do is go to inspiration.com forward slash my podcast review. Simply click the big button and talk straight into your phone. It's that easy. I would love to hear from you and have you feature on a future episode. But if you do prefer written reviews only, then you can go ahead and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, etc. Okay, so let's get straight into today's podcast with Sheikh Ibrahim Mink. This episode is in collaboration with the Scottish Annual Conference. Scottish Annual Conference serves the community through educational Islamic conferences in order to enrich the learning environment of the Scottish community and supports reputable charities for their aid projects. Their journey began back in 2017 with the first conference in Glasgow Central Mosque, later with the hard work of a dedicated team and the support from the local community They formally launched a Scottish annual conference in 2018. And welcome back to episode 40 of the Inspiration podcast show. Sheikh, once again, thank you for being here. So today we're talking about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But in particular, um, we're talking about who Allah is. Now I know that when we're younger, we do learn about Allah and his attributes. But throughout life, I think something which all of us can be a bit guilty of, right, is we focus so much on the outward um, and the external aspects of worship and and praying and du'a and although it seems very obvious, we sometimes forget to really pay attention to who we're making du'a to, who we're praying to and who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is and of course this has effects on um, the strength of our iman and the strength of our worship, right? So today I wanna to ask you is, just emphasize for us again the importance of studying who Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala is and also if you can mention the tour that you're currently on which is called the Lord of the World, right? Um, and discuss kind of what that's about inshallah.
1: So basically when we talk about worship, we talk about salah, zakah, hajj, sawm, you know, and the manner in which you get to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Mm. But most of the time, we ignore the destination who ultimately is Rabbul Izzati Wal Jalal. we going mm. back to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And yesterday in my talk, I mentioned how, you know, a traveler, when he's going somewhere, most of the time what motivates him to go is what's at the destination. Yeah, yeah. So if you don't know what lies at the destination, what's lying in a wait for you, mm. basically seeing Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, Then how are you going to be motivated to get to him in a manner that he's pleased with you? Mm. So this is the basically what inspires the Lord of the World series. Uh, You know, the idea that we don't talk about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enough. Mm. Uh, We we need to talk more about him. Of course. I love you mentioned that the destination,
0: right, is that we have uh, the objective which is Allah, but the path we sometimes get so focused on the path and it is important of course And it's yes. very important that we observe all the the acts of worship But keeping in the back of your head that there is Jannah and the ultimate goal is to see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala insha'Allah in Jannah May Allah grant us that, I mean So in this tour, um, I think what you're doing is you're covering a few names um, of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in particular Can you tell us what those names are? Uh, and
1: why you chose them this time, around So last night I had uh, a talk in Aberdeen in which we spoke about Al-Hafidh and Al-Hafidh. Now both of the names mean the similar thing which is the protector. So he protects all of knowledge, everything that we have done in our lives, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows. We sometimes tend to forget what we've done Just after breakfast, you know, Mm. this morning, we don't know what we've done. We've forgotten it. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that when he brings you on the day of qiyamah, Allah enumerated it, encompassed it. He knows it and they forgot it. So there are certain good deeds you've done in your life that you've forgotten, but Allah knows. And he'll bring that up on the day of Qiyamah. So this was the focus of my talk initially, and then how that ties in to the fact that because he knows everything, then he is the ultimate protector. Hmm. Because he knows from which angle any evil is coming to, to you, you know. And this is why the dua of the Prophet was that, Oh Allah, protect me from above me, from Beneath me, mm. from my side, mm. from in front of me, from behind me, from all angles Because Allah wal jalal, knows where evil is coming to you from mm. And that is something very profound Subhanallah. Yeah. So
0: in particular, um, tonight you have a talk coming up in Glasgow And you're going to discuss two names of Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, two attributes specifically uh, What are those
1: um, and why were they chosen? Allah is al Mujib and He is Al-Qareeb Which means He responds and He is close Now naturally when we think of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala We think of Him being above, mm. very far from us, very distant from us mm. But He is also very close to us And how is that? By simply saying Ya Allah You become extremely close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mm. Placing your head on the ground which is the lowest point that you can put your forehead on, takes you right up to the highest. And there's a beauty in that. You know, Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala or Rasulullah Sallallahu actually Sallam. says that you are the closest to Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala when you are in sajda, when you are prostrating. So Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala, despite being so far from us, in his physical being, he is very close to us when it comes to responding. Mm-hmm. To our du'as and our requests hmm. Al-Mujib means he responds hmm. Okay So there will always be a response from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala You should never think that he's not answering me In fact the hadith says that Allah is in that du'a So long as you say So long as you do not say uh, mm-hmm. That I made du'a and I made du'a So he did not respond to me Don't say that you should know and be sure that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will respond to you But it will come at a time where he knows it is best for you mm. One thing
0: that we often get in our inbox is around this issue, right? People lose hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's answer yeah? Everyone's going for their own problems these days There's so many struggles, subhanallah Especially in today's society Whether you're a youth, whether you're a parent It doesn't matter who you are um, we have people telling us that, you know, they um, went through a trial and a tribulation um, And they've made dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala constantly But they're not seeing a result Now whether it's they are not seeing the result or it hasn't come Or, you know, they haven't got the, the patience I suppose to to um, Or the, the, the tawakkun Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that will be answered So I think in terms of people who, and that happens to me as well, let's not let's not lie What advice can you give then in terms of the, I suppose, the etiquette of making dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Utilising his names, yeah Because of course there are, as we know, 99 attributes And you've mentioned two beautiful ones, subhanAllah Do we use these in the dua? Do we use them depending on context and our situation? What advice do you have regarding that, inshallah?
1: You know sometimes we tend to treat Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the manner that we treat our peers, human beings. So we think like you talk to a person and they will respond immediately. And if there's no response, you begin to ask, hey, why are you not responding? Why are you not answering? But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala works on his own timeline. He does what he wants, when he wants, how he wants to do it. and. Ultimately, He knows when something is best for you. We don't know. Mm. So this is why you should have the real like place, real trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, knowing that He knows when it is best for you. Mm. And submitting and surrendering to this fact will actually bring you a lot of peace because when you call out to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you don't receive a response and you continue to call and call and call and you're not receiving a response, that dua that you're making will become so beloved to you that you will enjoy and want that dua more than you would actually want what you're asking for. Mm. And this is something that we we tend to disregard. Yeah, a different angle then on
0: this same kind of issue is not just the... Waiting for the answer But the other part, other side of it is that Many of us at times don't feel like we deserve to even raise our hands in the first place, right? People say we are sinners um, One of my close friends actually has said to me I've not prayed for a long, long time He wants to change his life or He knows the answer, right? Mm. But I think this idea that why start now? Um, if I haven't been praying to Allah what are the chances of my dua being answered? Is there even any point in me doing this and calling upon him? How would you respond
1: to something like that? You know, there is no perfect time to call out to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to turn back to Rabbul izzati wal jalal. No matter what you've done, he himself says that, oh my dear servants who have transgressed the bounds, he's addressing you, you, the one who's. Drunk alcohol, you the one who's committed zina, you the one who's engaged in in all sorts of haram. He's addressing you. Do you know what he says? Does he say you're going to Jahannam? Does he say you're going to hellfire? No. He says, don't lose hope in the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So what does shaitan want from you? Shaitan wants you to lose hope. He wants you to think that Allah will not forgive me. Allah will not have mercy upon me. Mm. So he wants you to reach your grave at the and, and when you do, you shouldn't be under the rahmah and the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You should have never called out mm. to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So there is no perfect time. In fact, even if you are in a pub and you know the bottle is at your lips, mm. if your heart turns to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that's the right time. Mm. It doesn't the matter who you are, man. what you've done. Allah wants you to turn back to him. We know the story of the man who's killed 99 people. Sure. He kills the hundredth person and he still has hope mm. in the rahmah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And ultimately Allah forgives him. Mm. So really and truly there is no uh, perfect time to call to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sure. Now's the time. No, it's Alhamdulillah. So if somebody wants to learn more
0: um, about the attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and learn uh, ways in which to call him, do you have advice on kind of, do you have certain uh, books that you recommend? Or actually we should plug perhaps you're doing your own series called the Lord of the Worlds. Um,
1: What can you recommend as a good source to learn inshallah ta'ala? There's many, many, many books out there that will explain to you the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But generally we find them to be very, you know, into translation, for example. Like they, they uh translatory if that's if that's right. Yeah. So basically they're translating the name. They're not giving you in-depth meaning to that name. Mm-hmm. Uh and this is why I saw that there's a a need for such a series you know we've got to explain the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and what they truly mean so yeah if you do want to watch my videos on YouTube it they are available uh you can google it basically and you'll find it inshallah perfect uh there are books in arabic that have gone very in depth into the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and these are some of the books that I've been relying on. But seeing as most of you viewership will probably be uh, listening in English and understanding in uh, English, then I don't think it's ideal to go into the names etc of those books.
0: Shaykh here so much for giving us insight, a very small uh, drip in this ocean that is discussing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, his majesty and his names and attributes and I want to say good luck inshallah for the rest of your tour. But we have got a bit of a surprise coming up, a surprise rapid fire round of questions which our audience usually knows about and looks forward to but before that we have inshallah a quick break to talk about today's sponsor which is Dean Over Dunya. Don't go anywhere. This episode is sponsored by Dean and Dunya, Scotland's Islamic lifestyle store, providing Scottish Muslims with unique products to help practice their faith. All right, and welcome back to episode 40 with Sheikh Ibrahim Mink. Now it's time to. Put the pressure on, okay? A bit of a rapid fire round of questions, inshallah. They're a bit random. Um, some are a bit more fun than others. Just answer as fast as you can, okay? So, starting off pretty easy. Let's see. Favorite name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala?
1: I think the favorite name is Allah.
0: Okay. Yes. You're the second person this week to
1: say that. <laughs> yes. Why? Why? The, the simple reason is because this name includes all of the names. And when you say, Uh, You know, Ar-Rahman is, you you don't usually say Ar-Rahman is Allah Or Ar-Rahim is Allah uh, Al-Ghafoor is Allah You'll say Allah is Al-Ghafoor, Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim It includes all of the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Subhanallah Okay, favorite surah in the Quran? I don't have a favorite to be honest with you But I think uh, Surah Yusuf Surah Yusuf, Yusuf. it's got so much insight Mm.
0: Makkah or Medina? Medina Favorite Sahabi
1: or Sahabiyat? Umar,
0: Umar ibn al-Khattab If you make it to Jannah, inshallah What's the first thing that you would ask Allah for in Jannah
1: when you get there? Subhanallah, a lot of people have uh, different things But when you said that, the first thing that I thought of was I want to fly <laughs> yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah, yeah. because one of the questions is If you could have a superpower, <laughs> what would it be to fly? Yeah, you know, you know now Yeah, I've I've always been obsessed with flying So I recently actually took a flight out Just because I I love Like we we took off from one airport And landed at the same airport Just because I love flying (laughs) Okay. yeah, yeah, alhamdulillah You know, they give you the controls And so it was pretty cool Interesting, okay, interesting Right, if
0: somebody was to buy you The perfect Eid gift What would it be?
1: I've never thought about this to be honest with you. I have no idea. Good opportunity. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have no idea to be honest with you. What That's you? my answer. Okay. Okay, <laughs> fair enough.
0: Um okay, a bit of a controversial one here, okay. What is your biggest pet peeve that you see people doing in the masjid? Take notes, everyone.
1: Mm. I think yes, this this is important. You know, people walk into the masjid and you, you want to sit at the back, right at the back. Mm. And if I were to tell you, like if you walked into a marketplace and I told you, if you come up to the front, I'll give you a 70% discount, you'd walk up immediately. Not realizing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is offering you more. Mm-hmm. You walk into the masjid, you've got so much space in front of you, but you don't think of the fact that if only I take a few more steps, I'm higher up in Jannah. Mm-hmm. Why, why don't you want that? Allah is giving that to you. In fact, the hadith of the Prophet says that they would have come to the masjid crawling if they knew what there was salah, you know, and they would have fought each what there was in salah, and they would have fought each other for the first saf. You know, they would have literally fought each other to say, I, I was in this position. And the, the the other guy would have been saying the same. Yeah. Yet you have that and it's open and nobody wants to go there. You know, there's there's something there's something to that. Yeah. I love
0: how your complaint is not really a complaint. It's more like a frustration and you actually are looking out for people. I was expecting you to say, oh, people leave their shoes everywhere and people come smelling, but I love the the consideration for others. And it's so true. Just take a few more steps. Um, I've had to actually, during Joma tell people to come forward. Mm. To be honest, more for health and safety reasons, but I understand um, you were going to say something.
1: Yeah, I, I was going to say that uh, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Next question, <laughs> Sure. What's the most interesting place that you've had to pray? I think the most interest, interesting place I've prayed in is at Lake Di- Lake District here in, uh, in 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 the UK. Mm-hmm. The reason being is I found a lot of peace there. You know, it was very quiet. I found a very very uh, You know Isolated Spot And I just felt Connected Being in nature At the same time As worshipping mm. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala
0: I love it Alhamdulillah Coffee or tea? Coffee Summer or winter? Winter If you could eat One food For the rest of your life What would it be?
1: I have no idea
0: <laughs> You haven't got a Favorite food?
1: No I just I'm, I'm good with anything to Okay
0: with Not fussy MashaAllah yeah. Um which word or phrase are you guilty of saying the most? Uh,
1: wow. I think wow. that's the word. Yeah, that's the wow. word. Wow. Yeah, wow. A lot of times, like if I'm if I'm not comfortable in a situation, I'm like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. And I'm like, yeah. okay. What are you saying, man? <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. So it's an amazement, but also like shock, right?
1: Uh, not not really shock uh, or amazement. I think it's more just to fill the gap. You know, okay. uh, if someone says something and you're not really tuned into what they're, oh wow, you know, I don't know why it just comes out, man. What do you want me to say? Okay, <laughs> maybe I should say wow. <laughs> yeah, when the episode yeah, yeah. comes out.
0: Okay, early bird or night owl? Early bird. Mm. Um, okay, this is interesting. Okay, let me
1: let me let me add on to that. That Bismillah. I enjoy being an early bird, but a lot of the times, like there's there's times in my life where I'm an early bird and then there's times mm. where I just completely, like there's, there's weeks on end where I'll, where I'll I'll sleep at one, two, three o'clock. Okay, I'm very jealous, I have to say.
0: <laughs> okay, this one came from our team member Khawla, actually, who is interested in knowing that if you were stuck on an island, Who would you take with you if you had to be there forever? One person only Don't say your wife I'm married so I can't (laughs) say anything
1: else No, alhamdulillah, I'd love to say I'd love to say my wife Okay
0: Complete the sentence The one thing that I can't live without is?
1: Islam, I think Yeah. Your deen, your faith
0: Yeah Okay Choose between the following Okay, so which would you rather? A Be caught in public with your foot in the sink Doing wudu Or B Have your phone go off in the middle of the masjid In salah With a really embarrassing ringtone
1: B Really? (laughs) Yes, I wouldn't mind uh, I wouldn't mind actually putting my foot into a sink Oh, so you mean Oh, sorry Did I say say, Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, I was
0: going to say the uncles would come after you Yeah, 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 they would
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay Do you
0: have advice for others? What's the best advice you can give?
1: Be yourself. I think that's very important in this world because Mm. a lot of people want, like, you end up being superficial, Mm. uh, with people you want to, you want to put up a front. Mm -hmm. But in reality, like, being original and being who you are, uh, means there's a lot of diversity out there. You do, you don't want to just aspire to be another human being or another person. Yes, it's fine to have a role model, but at the same time, you you, you want to be yourself. Mm. You know, your flavor should come out basically.
0: Good yeah. advice. I like that. Yeah. What is the number one thing that you want to be remembered for? Your legacy.
1: I think I'd like. Uh, I think I'd like for people to listen to that which will benefit me. In my grave, you know, that which I've done in this dunya, that will benefit me in my grave after mm. after I die. Sometimes, uh, maybe I shouldn't be saying this, but subhanallah, I, I make a dua that Allah makes uh, that which I've done on earth of goodness, mm. He makes it more prominent after I die. So I don't get to see and, and enjoy the benefit in this world from fame, etc., but uh, mm. enjoy the benefit in the akhirah.
0: Okay, and last one, who is your de inspiration? Who uh, inspires you the most? It could be someone who's alive currently, or someone who's passed away.
1: I think my uncle. I can't. Uh, I can't put it beyond that. It's my uncle is uh, mufti. So to be honest with you, we grew up, you know, seeing him as a role model, mm. seeing him as a person that uh, we'd aspire to. Although uh, in reality, we've become very, very different. You know. Uh, in nature, I think, I think a lot of people see us to be similar. Okay. But I see myself as being uh, a different person in nature. Sure. Uh, but he inspired me to be who I am, to follow the path that I have followed. Mm. I mean, you said that you look similar. You must get it a lot. The
0: similarities are there. But I love your answer before of, you know, be who you are. Yeah. Um, and that's the most important thing. But it's yes. so good to know that you have that strong connection there, subhanAllah. Um, and a very blessed family to have. Uh, your uncle, you learn with your grandfather as well, right? Yes. Um, and to have that, that the generations all studying together is something very, very special. Sheikh, thank you so much for being on the show today. Um, we do have one more thing for you, and that is a gift, actually, a little gift box from today's sponsor, which is Dean Ovardhounia. Thank you so much. Um, in here we have a selection of, actually, I'll let you open and we'll explain what it is, all right? Exactly. So in here we have a really um, like premium uh, miswak Which they have wow. developed um, the brand there um, I think it has, has a bit of flavour in it as well And the purpose behind it is to revive um, the sunnah of the Prophet Which is uh, to of course be clean and to use that as well And hopefully yeah. a smell that will make you smell nice Scent, for, yeah, the, uh, for the rest of your tour inshallah, inshallah. But um, until then, uh, inshallah, until next time uh, We hope to see you again Good luck with the rest of the tour. Salam and Allah, I hope yeah. that Scotland treats you better in terms of weather as well. <laughs> um, but until then, As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa
1: barakatuh. Wa alaykum wa wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Shazakallah wa
0: Alright, masha'Allah, that was, uh, the charismatic, the funny, and the very intelligent Sheikh Ibrahim Menk. I hope that you took benefit from that episode. Um, certainly I was inspired, um, and loved learning about the attributes of Allah, which really I think we all have to do a lot more. Um, understanding who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is through his names, through his attributes will make you fall so deeply in love with Allah and realize that at every corner, every moment every angle that your life can take every turn sorry you will realise that Allah through his names and attributes is there for you in every single way and will never leave your side subhanAllah and also learning about Allah will help you in other aspects of your worship your salah developing concentration khushur your du'as and Allah will be the centre of your life and when Allah is the centre of your life your life cannot be any better Guys, that's all for me today. Thank you once again so much for tuning in. To get more information about Sheikh Ibrahim, to find the links for his social media channels, you can visit the show notes page for this episode, which is at deinspirationcom forward slash episode 41. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review if you're listening on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify. And don't forget to subscribe on our YouTube channel to catch a lot more videos like this, inshallah. Let us know what you think. Uh Tag us on social media at deinspiration. But until next time, may Allah bless you, keep you safe and happy. And on top of your game, assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi.